0: A regular guy like me from Pine Grove has ventured out into his backyard every Thursday night just to do some crazy little thing where we reached out to people in the ether of the internet, Stephen Harper if you will, and tonight is the end of the fourth year of doing that, and it's culminated into this what you hear today people, the greatest podcast ever to come out Yay! of a shed in Pine Grove. No and the greatest fighting in podcast history, the Nocturnal Emissions. But we gotta get this show started. We got a great guest tonight, and he's a drummer,
1: killing it! Yay!
0: And we also have a super fan here, Jenusto. So we gotta get this show on the road. But there's only one way to do it, boys. How's that, Peter? We gotta play the theme song. The theme song, this one? Everybody, alive from the Dutch Hall. The greatest podcast Yay! ever to come out of a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. That's right. Barnard. Yeah. Nine, nine. And I think we are that way because we have the greatest band in podcast history. The Nocturnal Emissions. All right. Who are comprised this week of Steve the Reluctant German hey. on lead guitar. Steve a. Our band leader, Michael Bow, on vocals and rhythm. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We have a man here today. The balls of the nocturnal emissions. Not only is he, he has the bass in his hand, but he also has a microphone this week, people. Fuck you, Charter. Fuck you, Charter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why. That fat fuck isn't here. And who's playing percussions, you might ask? That's our guest tonight. He's a comedian that I've been lucky enough to work with at a bunch of shows. Steve Gierdat is here, everyone. Hey. Steve. T Stevens. Yeah, two Stevens. And our super fan this week is sitting at the bar. She's taking the place of my brother, our bartender. Hey. She's working double duty and she's doing a great job of it. Let's hear it for Jen Husko, everyone. Shareholder hey. Jen Husko. Shareholder Jen Husko. Prestige worldwide. Yeah. A little shout out to my wife, who's helped us every week. She's recording this for posterity. Uh, She's a lovely and talented Dr. Jane Van Dyke,
2: yeah.
0: and I am your host, two times, two fucking times, Presidents Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Woo! It dies down to shit. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Welcome everyone. <laughs> this is our season four finale. Everyone, our season four finale. Finale, yeah. Yay. When you do something stupid, why not do it consistently <laughs> for four years straight?
1: Four fucking years. Yeah. Is that it,
0: eh? Yeah. No, no rhyme nor reason of it. You know, when you start a show like this, you started out in year one and on day one, let's say, and you have uh, no expectations, no nothing. You just say like, I'm gonna do something that I have no idea where it's gonna go. Right. I had at the time. I was. I was. Uh, Fifteen years in banking, and had um, uh, no interest in the internet. Had no no interest in it. It was before my time. I thought it was a passing phase. It was gonna go away. it, so, seemed, it seemed folklore. Yeah, like for some sort of oh whatever these fucking kids made up like uh, kids
1: these days in their internet. Yeah,
0: it'll just go away like everything else. Email. <laughs> So, uh, but it turns out it was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a big deal. Really worked. Yeah. So I ended up uh, deciding I was going to, when I left banking, to take a look at this internet thing and see what it was going to do. And I did this podcast. And at the time, I had zero uh, Twitter followers, zero um, Facebook people or whatever, friends. Zero. What okay. do you call it? Zero. I was not involved with it. Oh, no, no, I must have been on Facebook because there was that picture of me and you at Crawdaddy's. Oh, what a time. Yeah, that's what I like about Facebook. Now, I signed up for those memories because I saw everyone else sharing their memories, and I was like, I don't get no memories, right? <laughs> I don't get no memories, so I had to sign up for memories. And then they start sending me memories now. I'm like, these memories are great.
1: <laughs> you have to sign up for it? Yeah, I didn't I sign just, up either. I thought they just like force
3: fed you, though. No, style. did you
0: just get it? It must be on your preferences or whatever automatically. I don't know.
3: You didn't have any memories. You just get memories? I used to get them. (laughs) Who? (laughs) You don't don't like your memories? No, I used to get them. (laughs) Now I don't. I have Facebook amnesia
0: oh really <laughs> did, did did they uh did you did they take it away from
3: you or i don't know i used to get them but then my facebook got hacked and i started a new account and now this one i don't get them oh yeah maybe because it's not been around long enough to have any memories maybe maybe that's why
0: i didn't get memories
3: like one-year-olds don't have memories so yeah. my one-year-old facebook account probably doesn't either yeah yeah
0: your, your one-year-old facebook account is just like just, it doesn't it, even know its own hands it's weak yeah it's Frails. You can't. You gotta hold its neck.
3: Yeah. Like, I used to be able, like I used to have a lot of people on Facebook. If I had a comedy show, it would reach thousands. <laughs> and now it really re- is that true? Yeah, I had like f- almost 5,000 people on Facebook. Because I was traveling so much, I just add so
2: much. Like, everyone you meet, you add on yeah, Facebook,
0: yeah. right? Well, no, that's what you do because you're not an idiot. Yeah. You know what I do? What? I sit grumpy in the back of the comedy club with my arms folded making myself as unapproachable to people as possible.
3: Yeah, I know. See, I'm a raging, i was a raging alcoholic, so I would just approach everyone and close talk them <laughs> <laughs> until they fucking add I mean, fucking no, but you like add people. me on Facebook.
0: You like people, right? You must still like people. Yeah, no, I'm very but, social. Yeah, but now the uh, I'll, now, this is Steve Giordat, uh, by the way, our, dr- <laughs> the our, way, our, our drummer. Some, yeah, our, yeah, yes, chan-
1: he was murdering the drums earlier. Thing, yeah, yes. yeah,
0: but I can't. Uh, uh, I, you know, I'm just going to go with this because I have a question. Because <laughs> I have it's too interesting. Um, the So, like, uh, you're, like, now, you used to drink, right? You're a raging alcoholic, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then you would be really social, right? Yeah. But now you're, like, not enough. You, like, are sober. I'm
3: su- but I'm still super social. But the thing was, when I first got sober, I thought that all of that would go away. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought I would lose my social life. Yeah. I thought I wouldn't be able to do anything. But then I realized I was the only person getting drunk every day. <laughs> oh, really? Like, you were I was kind like, this is right. fucking normal. Yeah. And then I realized that people go to work and stuff <laughs> sober. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That old chestnut.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you. If I don't have a little m- medicated help, uh, I ain't talking to a stranger. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. I'm just too, I'm not <laughs> social. Like, I'm the opposite. I'm like, uh, I am like, uh. I just uh, really uncomfortable around people.
3: Yeah, well, I was the most scared of not being able to ever get back on stage again.
0: You thought that? uh,
3: because I had never done comedy sober. Oh yeah. All right. But then I got up there and I was like, oh shit, this is where I'm comfortable. I love it up here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing, eh? Yeah,
0: it's pretty crazy. It's actually uh, Steve came to uh, uh, film, help me film (laughs) my set at Emerson, (laughs) a sad set at Emerson. And no one showed up. Yeah, no one showed up (laughs) at all. It was really sad. Yeah, I was gonna
3: <laughs> bring my camera today. Yeah, and no one comes. Well, you know, yeah.
0: I did it for so. I've done it for so long, and the people are like, "I go, how come I don't get booked on this thing?" And then they're like, uh, "Do you have a tape?" And I'm like, "No."
3: I know, and that's the thing. Like, and then you record yourself and you watch it, and you don't think it's funny. <laughs> I never think I'm funny when I'm watching it, but when I'm up there, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm killing it." Then you watch yourself <laughs> after, and you're like, "That's what I sound like."
0: Uh, oh god. Oh man. Ugh. Yeah. S- like sometimes looking looking at yourself, you just w- see yourself up there, and you're just like. uh like, you want to you wanna hurt yourself somehow, you know? If you could reach through the camera and punch yourself in the face. Yeah, like, <laughs> I
3: want, I want a, com- a comedy assistant who will just tell me what's funny after my set. Yeah. Right. And so I don't have to honestly, listen to Honestly, though? Honestly? I don't know. I don't like, know. You want to, do you want That'd him to a-
0: only tell you the funny parts?
3: Yeah, just, like, a brutally honest. But that's the good thing about having a girlfriend. Yeah. Because they'll tell you what's funny and what's not. Because they were fucking around you all the time, right?
0: You know, Steve, I have this joke, right?
3: Yeah. You're talking to me. Yeah,
0: not the reluctant German.
1: That's very confusing tonight.
0: I'll tell you, Steve, right now. Are for you the talking re- to me? Uh, sorry. I'm going to tell you the reluctant German. <laughs> all right. Thank you. I'm going to tell you German. I'm going to call you German. Nice. For the rest of the night, German. <laughs> it's easier. Whatever. Even though I know, and okay. I want to I put this out. To the audience at the beginning of the show, hmm. that this is a disclaimer, <laughs> that Steve is uh, a reluctant German. Okay. So when I refer to him as the German, let it let everyone out there know that he's reluctant about it. <laughs> is that right?
3: Is he a Holocaust denier?
0: Yeah. No. Steve it, is. Ne- <laughs> oh, let's go, What do you want to <laughs> say? about No, that? no.
3: It, that shit <laughs> happened. That was awful. I had nothing to do with it. I take no responsibility <laughs> whatsoever.
0: Thank you, Mr. Jeeredot for uh, bringing this out of the reluctant (laughs) German here. Because we have been trying to get this out of him since he joined this show, what, two years ago?
3: Two years ago, about,
0: yeah. About two years ago he joined the show. He has never denied that he has denied the Holocaust. We have accused him of it, and he has sat quietly sitting there with his many layers. And just
1: (laughs) smirking. And smirked.
0: Can you shut your amp off? It's not me.
3: I'm all... We tried. it's It's not me. It's
0: not Buzz? It's not you buzzing?
3: not me buzzing. I don't oh, think drums buzz. I'm sorry. Wes yeah. just turned it his bass off. It was Wesley. Wes just yeah. turned his bass off. That All works. Anyways. Yeah,
0: that's better. Sorry. Technology but Technology uh, with Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is one of the things. So where, where, where were we? Because I got so distracted by buzz.
1: I don't know. I think we were talking about... Uh, no, you're the reluctant journalist that's ever... Holocaust, <laughs> Steve. No, <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure it was... We're going to get... Like uh, charters. Fuck charters, I probably Fuck was
0: charters. Going, I was probably was going somewhere with that point, which <laughs> is exactly... No, you said you had a joke.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, the joke. He, joke. he said he had a joke. That,
0: thank, you. thank you, Mr. Deodat. G- yeah, I'm going to call him tr- Mr. Deodat. G- I'm going to call you German. <laughs> and right. There's no Steves in the room. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I had this joke, right? Yeah. And uh, and I used the word whore in it.
3: Yeah, I use whore a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love whore. Horror. Whore
3: is nice. Norm MacDonald uses whore a lot. Uses horror a lot yeah. I love him. so.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way, man. Norm MacDonald. But
3: I like- find myself almost emulating him. Especially when I first started stand-up. Oh, man. And you have to catch yourself not doing that because you look up to people, right? Yeah. And you start doing stuff like that. And then people are like, oh, you're a fucking joke Well, you s- you've, seen
0: yeah. my, you've seen my act. Yeah. Do I sound like Norm MacDonald?
3: No. But I saw a guy who's at Emerson when I was there like two weeks ago who sounded just like him. And then right after I fucking leaned over and said to my girlfriend... I was like, this guy sounds just like fucking Norm Macdonald, everything he's doing, like even his like little nuances. And then he all of a sudden goes, some people tell me that I sound like Norm Macdonald when I do comedy. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, did he fucking hear me <laughs> or something? Yeah. What the fuck?
0: Well, I I got that in the beginning when I started all the time. People would say you sound just like Norm McDonald, and I'm like, well, I think we're just both like from the country, like we're yeah. just like yeah, he's rural. Ottawa Valley, and you're old. Yeah, Ottawa Valley. Yeah, Ottawa. He's a pig. Yeah, and we're yeah, old, you're old as fuck, and we're old as fuck, and we use old phrases and stuff. Like, I don't know, like I'm not but, trying to be like Norm, but like if, if yeah, I yeah, but that's
3: me too, because like I grew, I grew up with seven brothers and sisters, and like my dad's far, farm family, right? And so like my dad said, all, fuck, like talk like a fucking farmer, you know what I mean? He's an old man, so like I just. Grew up thinking that's how people talked
0: yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> when you say nuttier than squirrel shit uh, it's like letter kenny didn't fucking i was write just it. gonna say
3: when i started yeah. watching letter kenny <laughs> yeah. and i heard someone say pitter patter let's get at her. i was like my dad didn't invent that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like the jurats from hanover and walkerton are the only yeah, people exactly. that say yeah, that yeah. Just, like what the fuck
0: yeah. yeah no shit man it's everywhere and that's the thing about this show is that uh the the that when we started this show we thought like uh we would be like we didn't know who'd listen right but we kind of figured that um rural, we would Yeah that that would be the people that would listen to us because like nobody if you want to watch anything or listen to anything it's like you got like the the posh like glamorous like celebrity bullshit you know yeah. like all that crap and then you have like the fucking disaster like nightmare train like white trash and like uh, uh, Maury finding your daddy and like (laughs) fucking honey boo boo and all that shit like all the fucking like trash of the trash right but where's the shows about just like regular fucking people like or people that don't live in the city, like. But especially. I think that's where right.
3: Letter Kenny tapped into it. Right. Yeah, yeah, they fucking sure. nailed, like nailed it. it. Killed but it. Yeah. but yeah.
0: now it's like if you say something like that, you're ripping them off. It's like no we're not ripping them no, off. I live they in the the yeah, exactly. That's they a, they're just telling yeah. the fucking truth. That's what we all say. Like, yeah, exactly, and
3: that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. Because like. If you notice, they're always coming up with new sayings, and that show is so fast-paced. Oh, okay. right? right. So That you writer's think, the best. Hurts those Dude, shows no, are it's not just writers. They get the whole fucking crew. They get people fucking tweeting yeah. in sayings yeah. and, like, emailing them ideas. Like, there's no way that they come yeah. up with all that shit on their own. I went to high school. One of the, well, the hockey players, yeah, yeah. Um, something, uh, fuck, was Andrew Hur, the brown-haired hockey oh, player. Oh, yeah, yeah, He went to St. John's. Oh, and did he And really? he wasn't a hockey player. My a he was actually a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a nice guy. I watched him fight a hockey player once, and he was like a MMA guy. Oh, yeah. And the fucking hockey player just kept throwing punches, and he kept deking them out, and the hockey player just got tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then he never really even hit the guy. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Then I would see him on TV, and he's playing a hockey douchebag, and I was like, You're and, the, and And the, and the, the like,
0: hockey douchebag's playing the... Playing the farmer? Playing the heck?
3: Yeah, Jared yeah. Kiso or Jack <laughs> yeah. or whatever. His name and he's was.
0: he admitted that himself. Yeah, I'm not I'm not yeah, trashing he, the yeah, dude. Yeah, he said
3: when he was in high school he was or like when he was growing yeah up, he's he he was, he, the, he was the hockey asshole. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which I would have thought like I mean uh, I mean uh, like for him to uh, well it doesn't matter what he was he's nailing that character man oh, like oh, he fuck. fucking kills it.
3: <laughs> I don't. His eyes must hurt <laughs> from like squinting constantly. Yeah. Like for fuck. That's my. Co-
0: that reminds me so much of my cousin Derek. Is that? Does that remind? Does he yeah. remind you of my cousin? Smoking Derek?
1: cigarettes and squinting his eyes all the time. And the <laughs> toughest guy in around. Like, yeah, you never. Like fuck seriously,
0: like yeah. I know we got a lot of tough cousins or whatever that will fight you, but who would you say is the toughest? Like you I would not want to fight armies, Derek, any of them. Man.
1: No, all of them, all those fucking boys will kick the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> that's but, all in their blood. Yeah,
0: it's just like they're stone cold. Like, they don't have any sort of, like, like feeling that they're going to lose a fight because it's never happened to them before. You know what I mean? Like, they just have that yeah. confidence that's ridiculous. Like, I, I've i been in one fight. Have you been in a fight? I've been in one fight,
3: and I picked it. And <laughs> <laughs> it was when I was in grade 10, and it was with a kid, or going into grade 10, and this kid was going into grade 9, and I just didn't like him. And so I picked a fight with him, and then he kicked the shit out of me.
0: <laughs> he did
3: yeah, but then but then um I was still cooler than him, so <laughs> it didn't matter.
0: But like when you got in that fight, like like how did it feel? How did it feel to you?
3: Um it hurt. Like really? I didn't like, I was embarrassed as shit cuz like everyone videotaped oh, it. Right. Like oh. I'm I'm in the age of everything going on the internet, what? right? Man, how old are you? I'm tw- I'll be 26 soon. 26, so man. When
2: I was 26. Yeah.
0: And this is the part in my act where I would just start laying <laughs> in with my dick, or yep. whatever, and then telling him about how when you get old to be really like my age, fuck, man. I'm yeah, such a hack. Um, Anyways, uh, no, no, but, but but I wanted to say, what time are we in this show? Oh, we're doing good. Anyways, we have a. I wanted to. <laughs> no, oh, I, I want, do have one. Oh, okay, I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna switch over good. to the we're couch. <laughs> That's just good.
0: You're gonna switch over the couch, yeah. We're let's go let us go into a segment before let, to let Steve uh, transition. You, you talking to me? <laughs> oh, sorry. To let Mister Geordat transition. We will go into aside. a segment that we call what feedback. <laughs> we got feedback. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> this week's feedback, as always, is brought to you by our good friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to the Live from the Dutch Hall website, the dot com, you can click on our Amazon banner and uh, do your Christmas shopping or whatever other kind of shopping you want to do. And some of that money is going to come back and help the show. And uh, that's great. You know what? Turn off your ad blocker. <laughs> Thank you, Wes Hagen. Sorry. Sorry, Lori.
1: This is the season for giving. That's right. To us. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Look at that table. Yes. Look at that table. And that leads oh, us. Is that it a
1: beef break? Can we have a beef
0: break? <laughs> that Amazon ad. Don't jump ahead on my feedback. <laughs> that Amazon break brought us very nicely into what I'm going to call the uh, super fan challenge. Brought to you by our good friends at CleanFlow, <laughs> because they give us the most money. Flow is the winner. So, the Super Fan Challenge was issued a couple weeks ago. Maybe we had Teresa. We had Teresa from the Second Mouse in Delhi in here as a Super Fan because she uh, she uh, had been so uh, adamant or so uh, active on feedback that we uh, told her like we had to have you in. She came in and we said, you know what? This is such an experience. We don't know. We say like people listen at home and they enjoy the show, and then we and then some of them come in here and then they seem to like it, right? But yep. I'm always concerned that you have the vision of the show in your head when you're uh, 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 listening. Listening. In your, in <laughs> Thank your you, Steve. Area your Are you screen? talking Thank to me? You German? Thank you, German. <laughs> um, you. Jen, Hi. do you do you mind uh, if you know you have you been at a show before? Can you get on the mic there? Time. Bring that mic over to your mic. Yeah. And, My uh, first time here. Really? This is your very first time for a show? My very first time. I can't time. believe That's it. That's crazy. Because Jen Husko, <laughs> who is sitting here as a shareholder of this show with her husband, Andy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And both of them are, are great shareholders of the show. We, uh, we find them to be great contributors. Anyone who gives us cash money was welcome here any week, any Thursday that exists, Jen. It doesn't even matter if you give us a toonie out of your pocket. You throw it at us and you call us a dirty whore. Well, take that and you're welcome here any Thursday. That's how that's how much of whores we are to get money from our listeners. Awesome. And uh, you 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 have had all those opportunities. Never showed up, but you've listened and you've contributed, right? For sure. You've always given feedback, and your family oh. listens. Yep. Because uh, I know some of your some My of your stepson. stepsons listen. Yep and uh, so, how old are they? now you're in here? you're only part way through the show, but has it like has it like get, like uh, dispelled the good. image that you've created in your head of the show, or is it made it is this what you pictured?
2: It's good it's good to
1: get the live experience
0: there's no Paul though no no I'm yeah, really that's a real, a real and real fuck
2: charters
0: and charters. No day. Charters, you know what? Charters just skated through the opening because Steve was so inter. Steve, uh, you're Mr. About Jeer. Me. Yes, thank you, Steve. Uh, thank you, German. Me? No. God damn it, you're good at tags, eh? <laughs> but uh, we're at like. A, anyways, Mr. Jeer dot. Uh, it was so interesting that I never uh, bashed Charters for being a fucking uh, prima donna diva, diva who fucked up the show again. We're Fuck doing her. this so late. Jen's a teacher. She's our super fan. She came in here. She's got
3: shit to do tomorrow she, morning. She's gotta
0: teach her children. She's gotta shape our future. Charters. And Charters nice. sits there like a diva. He doesn't tell us till fucking whatever that he's not showing up.
2: Fuck you, Charters. And we're
0: all sitting here, of course, waiting for his great gifts
2: <laughs> of
0: t- his great <laughs> talents to show us, right? Anyways, Jen, <laughs> what I wanted to say was. Because of you being a first-timer in here and a super fan, I wanted to do something we call the Dutch Hall Top Ten. Kind of like in honor of David Letterman, the Dutch Hall Top (laughs) Ten. And these are the top ten things that you might not know because we are asking super fans to come in each and every week. That's right. From yeah. here on end, season five is going to be super fans every every week. Let's make it happen. Yeah, well we got fun. super fans lined up, ready to go. Get,
2: yes. Get your ass in here. We
0: got super fans that have sent us Christmas gifts or like nice gifts that win our love. Which we told them, if you want to be a super <laughs> fan, you have to win our favors by giving us free shit because we don't get any money for this.
2: And it's working.
0: And they're sending us stuff. It's that's crazy, unbelievable.
2: But it's working.
0: Yeah. And they're going to be all all those people are going to come in. But I'm worried because when you because I know that they might be listening in their cubicle at their work or, you know, underneath an airplane or something like that or whatever you're doing, washing dishes in your nice place where you got like a family that you love and you're like a (laughs) Christian and you and you're like, uh, don't uh, do anything bad. And then you come in the Dutch Hall and you're like, oh, my God, I thought those guys were pretty cool guys. And it turns out they're just, you know, I'm not in. I don't know what I was in for, you know. (laughs) And so, I want to tell you the top 10 things you might not know about the Dutch Hall before you get here. Okay?
3: All right, let's do that.
1: Woo! Inside scoop.
0: Is Quickly it write a, a jingle. jingle. Top 10 things. This is
2: each I got time. a beer ten in my thing. hand. I can't write okay, a jingle. Not.
0: Number 10. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh, if only we had a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> For a real uh, life. Yeah, we, right. we
0: eat a nice uh, meat tray every week. <laughs> That's yes. number ten.
1: Oh, I can't
3: believe that's ten.
0: Yeah, and this week a it's though. a nice, it's a nice uh, you know, number ten.
3: Yeah, can we have a beef break? Can
0: there's beef around there? We got Jane serving it. It's a, it is a <laughs> celebration. It's a season four finale. Yeah.
3: What a spread, Jane. I'll take some beef.
0: <laughs> so we get a nice meat tray every week, and Jane, Jane prepares that every week. She thinks about it because, and she's a busy woman. She works like a, I've never seen her stop working. She never sleeps. And she just works and then falls, collapses, and I pick her up off the floor and then tell her to take a shower and go back to work.
1: You know what I like the best about the meat tray is that it's never—it always has a little change to it too.
0: Yeah, what we like to do is we throw in—we throw in, of course, some sort of salted meat. You know, we want to have that. Then you put in a cheese. You know, I like to cheddar for a while, but ever because of the Dutch thing where they threw in gouda, and then now Jane's just going straight fucking gouda, howda. Howda. a howdah. And then, uh, and then...
2: A nice pickle.
0: And then a pickle. And if she doesn't have a sweet pickle on that, it's it's like, I'll throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I'll just throw it out, I'll throw it out this window, and I'll just start screaming obscenities. She
1: wins my heart with the olives.
0: <laughs> That's the bonus she throws in. That's what I like. Boom. And sometimes those olives have, like, a pickled garlic in the olive. A
2: little plate, I like a whoa. little stupka. I like the yeah. Bleachy.
0: Oh, blue cheese olives, yeah, nailed it! Right. Like that is also that is also That's awesome. Nice surprise. And what I like is uh, sometimes having um, a beet, a nice pickled beet, yep. which does does make a, an appearance once in a while. A pickled beet will come into the hall. Which, is, but anyways, <laughs> I digress. Thank you, Jane, for the meat tray. Number nine. There is a case of Bud Light in the fridge every week.
2: Mm. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And what'll also happen. As Jen, our bartender this week, has found out, is that uh, uh, there's a beer lunch probably every week because I have a small bar fridge that doesn't fit the case. And sometimes there's a few bottles left over from the week before, so I just shove them all in, and then you take one, and it's, like, guaranteed that they're going to smash. Yeah,
1: usually Paul just waits for somebody to do that, and then he blames it
2: on them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the reason being is that Paul has never gotten a fucking beer out of that fridge for anyone. Nope. <laughs> because never. he can't turn around. He just sits, <laughs> he just sits there. And uh, this is because I am making fun of Paul because he didn't fucking show up either, right? No, the season too. four finale, the guy's our bartender. He's supposed to be here. We have a sponsor, Norpac. The
1: beef people. The beef people. Oh, hey, oh, Michael. Sorry,
2: sorry. We got a bartender. He
0: stepped all over line.
2: Jesus. Fuck you, We got a sponsor, Norpac. The beef people. Yeah, who yeah. expect
0: her to say her line Sorry. because she's her bartender. I didn't know if she, know if she was in
1: on it. <laughs> you know what these guys give us? They she's give a us? super fan. Of course she's in on it.
0: She knows what's going She knows what's the what.
1: Sorry, Jen. It's <laughs> okay. Can you repent my sins with a nice glass of whiskey? <laughs> sure.
0: Number eight. Sure Paul snoring <laughs> is a distraction in the room. No. Yes. It's soothing. <laughs> Sometimes it is, but it does kind of create the pace of the show. To, like it slows <laughs> it down a bit because you can hear that, like, <sighs> and he's not even asleep. His eyes are wide open, and he's thinking of things, and he's still snoring into the microphone. Anyways, we miss him. Yeah, every once in a while, every once in a while he like blows out cunt. Cunt. Oh, Asshole. Oh, oh, fuck. Fuck him. Fuck, fuck you. Oh, fuck a random right pussy, y'all. <laughs> Uh, Steve the Reluctant German Are you talking about me? Yes is, is more racist in person when you meet him
3: Aww. <laughs> uh, you, You're not talking about me <laughs> <It's true.
2: laughs>
0: This is the one that's that actually the main concern of the Dutch Hall Is it gets smoky in here oh, uh, uh, true. This is number uh, six
3: Also known
1: as the Blue Haze <laughs> It's the Blue
0: Haze I believe comedy and music always look better in a smoky room and therefore, we uh, encourage anybody that likes to smoke it up in here. But if you don't like the smell of smoke, or you uh, get uh, sensitive about uh, the fact that the you like your health and such, or your clothes not stinking and, and that sort of thing, you pretty much have to throw your clothes out after you come to the Dutch Hall.
3: Pretty much.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, don't
1: co- <laughs> don't come inside your house. That's a rookie move. Yeah. No, you take your clothes off and
2: burn outside. them in a the garbage.
0: Yeah, when you get home from the Dutch <laughs> Hall, you take your clothes off at the like outside in the cold, uh-huh. and then you just wait in the morning. If you still smell and it still looks like it's burn not not, it. go- you just burn it. Yeah.
1: If it's if it doesn't, you can bring it in.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mike uh, number five. Mike's state of drunkenness is a wild card. Oh
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Every week. We do not know which Michael Bo is going to show up at the <laughs> show.
2: That's accurate.
0: Yeah. So uh, you may have just regular Mike Bo who's like got a lot of things on his mind, things to do. He's here yeah. for a cu- an hour and like, uh, don't bother me. Or you might get Mike Bo who's been on a three-day bender. Damn. who's just showing up. You
2: <laughs> know, old drunk Mike Bow. <laughs> I, I like you. To be honest, no, I, don't no. I, like <laughs> I don't know which one I like better.
0: I don't know which one I like better. At number four, the bathroom at the Dutch Hall is outside. Sure Just have is. a nice piss on the Pine Grove grass. <laughs> That's how it works, man or woman. If Unless you're a really good woman, like our super <laughs> fan Jen, or Mr. G or Dad's uh, uh, lovely uh, 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 companion. <laughs> those two people. Yeah, of course, Britt. I know, but I did not know if she wanted to know. Anyways, uh, Britt. <laughs> Those people can use it because they're, they're, they're good. But most other scrub women that come here, you're just like, <laughs> you're just like squad on the old uh, grass there, you know? Take a piss in the snow, I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, sorry. We haven't had any of those yet. We haven't had any of those. Uh, number three. Angels. There are oh, two oh, mustaches oh. <laughs> in the Dutch hall uh, that are not attached to a person's face. One is attached to our... Gr- oh, there's actually three mustaches. Oh, sorry. Man. One is a, f- a fake mustache. Uh, that's a fake mustache. From a Halloween party. From I a Halloween like party. Taylor Hernard
1: Jr. <laughs> one, of course, is on oh, our... Senior, uh, sorry. Yeah, senior. Zombie. Uh,
0: one, of course, is on our garage door of uh, of infamy, <laughs> uh, which is a-, a combination of Michael Bowe's uh, mustache and Dave Charter's mustache. Fuck Dave.
1: What do you, what do you call that? Auburn?
0: Yes, yeah, so it's <laughs> nice. You can really see the color of Dave's coming through yours, eh? No, Wait, considering didn't. he was a loser and you were the winner, you think yours would shine through? I'm like dark black. Yours was like black <laughs> as night, and Char's was so, but his just rains through because it's so glorious. And uh, he was a loser, and and that was what was glued on his face. And then <laughs> we took it off his face and put it on the on the wall. And the other one was Char's Christmas present from two years ago that he gave me at my Fa- Vandy Christmas. Uh, and he, he and it was it's his mustache in a jar that he grew for a year, and just to shave off at Christmas and give to me as a gift. In his a whole plan <laughs> was to do that in a velvet package. No, I put it in a velvet case. Oh, nice. Yeah, I put it in the velvet case to display it. It's greatness. And sometimes when we have new people here at the hall, we didn't do this to you guys, but uh, we uh, make them smell it. <laughs> <laughs> we may we open the jar and make them smell it, jars must it's though. a cologne now we're working yeah on. <laughs> so if <are> you still <laughs> number two uh yeah, cool. your mic may not work here at the dutch hall <laughs> that's right there's a good chance you're gonna come a long way to come <laughs> like an hour drive <laughs> plus maybe an hour and a half and you're gonna come in the dutch hall you might have a great night and but uh none of what you said is on the show <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna at sit all back in here nothing you're gonna listen back and all the effort you put in, every joke you told, that we got a reaction in the room. We'll God. hear we'll hear the reaction.
2: <laughs> That's right. But not
0: your joke. Nope. Yeah, sorry, Brett Meeser. And uh Doug. What, Doug one time, yeah. Or we two. fucked a lot of people over, yeah. <laughs> Are we fucking people over right now? I'm just looking at my Maybe. board. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, we might be, yeah, No yeah. one's being Is heard this right one now. Yep. That was actually <laughs> low though. I can't
1: hear myself. No, I can't hear that either. How long have you been sitting there? <laughs>
0: Wait, I see EMLO on that one. You know what I like about him down. sitting
1: on the hey. couch over Hello? there? Hello. You can see him. Steve, not you the reluctant him? German. Uh-huh. He's got a nice Van Dyke Party Services cup. It's true. He's <laughs> drinking out of a nice, enormous <laughs> yellow
3: cup. Whoa, hey, there's hey. Oh, there he goes. But yeah, that's, yeah. it's that's all the nicotine in that. It's a
0: <laughs> yeah, the this board is full of nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: all it is. Good. Yeah, that that's <laughs> better. That would be 11. Is that the board is?
0: Yeah, cranked. we put it at eleven. Everything is cranked to the top. That's another thing that didn't fit on the <laughs> list. One higher. Number one reason. Uh, uh, number one thing you might not know about the Dutch Hall. Just do some sort of thing. You can't smell the Dutch Hall. That's true. Yeah. You can't smell it. It smells like Otto's coat and Charter's uh, Charter's sweater. It's amazing. It smells
1: like Charter's Burford Coyotes <laughs> coaching sweater.
0: Yeah. You know, we started the Superfan Finch. It that was, b- that was that's like Dave Letterman's top ten list. Number one's always a bomb. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Anyways, uh, Super fan challenge. We issued it a few weeks ago when we had the cheese lady in, and uh, oh, do you mind going to the drums just for the checking the And uh, we had uh, we we had soon after uh, we issued the challenge. We had on Twitter a picture come out. And it's uh, of, a p- of a package that was delivered to my doorstep from BV, oh. yeah, a Whoa. good super fan, a former listener of the week of the show, uh, Bruce Veltri. And he gave us a bottle of very nice whiskey, which oh, we yes. had a shot of at the we beginning did. of the show. Thank
1: you. Is that a nice rare? Nice a nice Gibson's rare
0: finest. Gibson's Finest in a nice bag, signed to the Dutch Hall of Bruce Veltri. And we're going to tell you, Bruce, you're a super fan you're in you're in you're in gross yeah like pee. next last week's uh listener uh super fan that was in the hall lori ball she gave us a uh, piece of feedback Online live from the dutch hall at gmail.com and she says well i have to say listening even if you're on the program is fun Thank you, fellas, for the good time and the special honor of being the first superfan guest and listener of the week. Technically, she wasn't the first, just to say, because we've had many listeners, like, superfans, and she was one of them. Sure anyways. But from now on, we're doing it. Looks like there's a huge competition now. Have fun. I must also say thank you, Pete, for always apologizing when he burps in the microphone. He knows how much I do not like that. It makes me chuckle every time he does it now. Glad to see that the voice of his big sister is always telling him the right thing to do. Which is true. She's my conscience. Because she's good and I'm bad. I know that. Keep doing what you're doing because it's good and feedback has gotten so much better from the early days. Where I was not a fan of the segment. Do you remember that? Yeah, she hated it. She hated feedback because it was so tangy and it kept going off. Happy holidays, fellas, from your listener and bringer of the rum chata, Lurie Ball. Happy holidays. Thank you, Lori. Next we have to check in on every single piece of uh, social media we've ever provided from our next listener, who is another super fan, our cheese lady from the second mouse in Delhi, Teresa Waibo. It's a segment we call Checking In on the Cheese Lady. Because we're checking on the cheese
1: lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady, she's on the run. Checking on the cheese lady, cheese to cheese lady. Chicken on the cheese, eh, always having
0: fun. We love you, cheese lady. <laughs> <laughs> we do love the cheese lady. And then, you know what? Aww. The first package is from Bruce Veltry. <laughs> right away, uh, <laughs> Teresa right away, Teresa from uh, from the second mouse is like, Well, fuck Bruce, <laughs> I am not putting up with this shit for one second.
2: Fuck charters.
0: We are going to, I'm gonna bring him. And so, she was on her way to Hamilton, she made a detour to my house, drop us off a bag of goodies, and I don't know if we can see what's in those the bag of goodies, but there is chocolates, there is, uh, mm. there is speculas. Is
1: this a schnupke?
0: Oh, A bit <laughs> of a schnoopka.
1: Oh, yes, a specula.
0: A nice specula. Oh, yes. There's uh, a, a really homemade push. cheese ball. Where's
2: my cheese?
0: Uh, it's delicious, and there's also a, a nice thing of Gouda. Because oh, she's dad. forgiven you for your indiscretions, which were, of course, made up by me. Thank you very much. Yeah.
1: Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Nice. of <laughs> <Uncle> Helder. <laughs>
0: so she's, a, she's she's in super fan, right? Oh. Nailed it. Yeah. Super fan. Yeah. She's a super fan. Oh, and I, I, I meant
2: Stopped to say. to a Slim
0: Jim. And then she goes on everything on social media. Twitter. You guys rock, and I can't wait for every broadcast. Merry Christmas. Whoa. Podbean. Loved being a guest last week. Now I can put it all in perspective when I listen to the shop. Still running for the pause button. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, being a guest made me enjoy listening much more. Thanks for having me. Haha, love this song. And uh, she dropped off another gift. Yes. You know, so, I mean, Dash is good. Ah, what a great super fan. And then, if that wasn't enough, we had Ella Stepa Jones.
2: Ooh, What?
0: Ella Steppa Jones, Who that? White- you, Who in the former d- former listener of the week herself.
1: She's a former listener of the week,
0: <laughs> and she was she listens on Fridays at her in her office, closes her office door. Good call. And she took a drive. I think she's out by past Brantford, if I'm not mistaken, where she lives. No, drove a Saint long, George. A long drive, Vanessa. I don't even know, but drink every drink time it. you hear those drink things. Drink it up, bitches. Where are you from? Uh, you know, maybe a uh, Town? I know we we're stretching out a bit. Sure, we'll get out of Norfolk once in a while. <laughs> but we, but uh, she ended up driving all this way down to me in a snowy on a snowy roads to deliver a bag on my doorstep, and in it was a bottle of Polish vodka. Whoa! What? Yeah, and three bags of uh. Pot. No, not pot. Oh. <laughs> uh, of uh of uh Steve, Swiss chalet chips. Oh, e- even
1: better. Chips and uh, yeah. Polish vodka. I wonder who that gift was
0: for. Yeah, I wonder who that was for. Is that right? That's a Charters mark if I've ever seen one. She Not obviously charters. loves Charters Fuck because yeah. she's catering to his Polishness and his gluttony. Both those things are, <laughs> are definitely Charters. Anyways, that cocksucker didn't even show up. So she sends this. Mike, you should read this. Do you know Dutch? Of course I do. It says Westjok Svet.
1: You know? What's
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you nailed it. She writes, I'm a fly on the wall during your conversations. I may not always agree with what you all have to say, but it's important to know <laughs> that's your is impression.
1: Yeah, that is a good one. <laughs> I'm the loudest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I always agree with what you all have to say, but it's important to know all sides of an issue so I can form my own opinion.
2: Mm, good call.
0: You make me laugh. You make me angry. You make me think. Keep up the great work. <laughs> what do we say that makes anyone think? I, I've never thought that. <laughs> I never thought that we said anything smart once since we started this thing. Have we?
3: <laughs> We're over two hundred and eight. What? We've th- said nothing smart in 208 shows.
1: I think that people just want to hear the truth. <laughs>
0: What's the truth, though?
1: A bunch of bullshit that we're talking about <laughs> right now.
3: <laughs> That's the truth?
0: Yeah. Oh, maybe it is. Anyways, uh, it says, uh, keep up the good work. And thanks for keeping me uh, company on Friday mornings. Merry Christmas. Ella Stepa Jones. Woo! Some yep. Polish vodka for the Dutch Hall. P.S. There's plenty of room in the for all of us super fans in the Sandbox. Which I think is a good uh, message from Alistepa Jones. This isn't really a competition. We're not going to pick a winner because uh, that would be fucking uh, uh, ruining things for us, right? Because everyone would be like a super fan, and then we would say, no, you guys are all shit except for this one. Yeah, what
1: are we going to We're going to quit after one week? Yeah. <laughs> it's lots of time.
0: So you think we're so spoiled. We got cheese. We got whiskey. We got vodka. We got chips. And then another day passes, and there's another package on our doorstep. It's
3: crazy. Yeah. It's like the 12 days of Dutch Hall. <laughs>
0: yeah, this one. Yeah, it's the best. This one's from Bailey Adcock, a super fan of the show. She's come to her, both of her Swazis gigs. She's been a uh, Lo- listener of the week as well. And all of a sudden, she comes all this way. She's a Waterford girl. What? Comes all this way. That's a half-hour drive, I think. But well, she's a girl, a pine grove girl, eh? Oh, Origi- OG. She's the OG. She's original PG. OPG, I, th- I like to call it. Original yeah. pine grove. Anyway, she says, To Pete and the life from the Dutch Hall family and friends, she calls you people. Aw. Hmm. Thank you for the weekly laughter and the entertainment. Thanks for helping put Norfolk, especially the Grove, on the map.
3: The Grove? The Grove. Yeah, the Grove. Huh, I'd watch that.
0: Yeah, it's like one of those shows <laughs> where there's a bunch of, like, good-looking the idiots grove. with nothing <laughs> in their heads. And they go around fucking each other. and yeah. like so,
3: so pretty much this. <laughs> yeah, I don't Except get it. Except there's no chicks.
0: Yeah, there's no chicks here <laughs> and none of us get laid. No available
1: chicks.
0: Sorry. No. Sorry. Actually, I shouldn't say none of us get yeah, laid. Yeah, there's actually
3: a lot of chicks
2: in the room. And Sorry a lot of chicks. us get laid. Yeah.
0: Because you're bragging about it, Steve, all the time. Come on. All the time. You brag about it because your wife's real horny and stuff. <laughs> and uh, she loves your cock. She
2: and just
3: loves my cock. That's what it is.
0: And I know Mike's not married, but he's like he's in that he's chasing his wife to try to steal her virtue, or his, uh, he's chasing his girlfriend to try to steal her virtue. You know, <laughs> he's he's doing it all the time. So you know that he's hot and heavy because he's always like, you know, because she's a woman of class. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wes, man, man on the prowl. You know, West. You know, West. He's sticking his dick in everything he can. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm, locked down, <laughs> I'm locked down now. You're locked down? Are you locked, locked down? down? Oh yeah, you are in Sorry. Locked down. Sorry, I, I I apologize. Especially Wes's girlfriend, because I was just a lie. One of those Dutch Hall facts. <laughs> <laughs> Wes technically, you know. Oh, worked.
1: Wes, it could be worse. What? <laughs> Said it could be worse. Yeah.
0: But anyways, I've been with my wife forever, and I'm begging. Uh, uh, I'm not. I don't complain. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm saying. You're room. an angel. Oh. Yeah. It's great. I have a lot of good times. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh enjoy boy. these goodies and contributions uh, to the show from Superfan Bailey and VG Meats, former sponsor, oh, uh, or no, uh, uh, old longtime yeah. sponsor of the show. So thank you. And you know what they gave us? A whole box of stuff to put on our meat tray. Oh, a whole yeah. box. From VG meats, like a, like pepperoni slot, a uh, real spread and all that stuff. Yeah, and uh, also two tom- tomahawk, uh, two fucking, tomahawk, two tomahawk steaks with butter and salt and all oh, the stuff to so do it. Good. Stuff when we cooked it up on the barbecue and served it, and it was delicious.
1: It tastes like butter.
0: Yeah, it was it was good, right? Oh, my wife couldn't stop feeding it into her yap. She was just shoving it handfuls <laughs> into it. She loves steak. She's a carnivore. If she could eat a cow when a cow is still alive, like a, like, a, like <laughs> run wha- run run it down and just like bite on its side. <laughs> and drop it. She's she a nice she meat. would do it. yeah. I don't like red meat that much myself. It doesn't agree with me. I all have farts all night. But uh <laughs> but J- uh, Jane will eat. Jane you Jane wonder eat.
1: why you're not getting laid, eh?
0: <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for the super fan challenge this week. If you still want to win our affection, there's still time. You can win our affection any day of the week. If That's you're right. a super fan that hasn't sent us free shit, we even we'll like, take it.
1: We even like Mondays. Yeah.
0: Oh, and you know what? Uh, I want to say to, uh, uh, to VGs, uh, you guys um, are... Uh, uh, I, I also a shareholder of the show because of the contribution
2: oh. yes that's right
0: yeah so we have to recognize him as, as a shareholder too because it gives us cash money which is a good thing prestige and by the way we have two more sponsors to mention before we end this uh, segment of feedback <laughs> and that's our good friends at Van Dyke Party Services it is a Christmas season and most of your families are horrible you know it <laughs> sorry Lori and uh, you're you know if you want to go hang around with a bunch of drips you know, go ahead and do that and then just call it Christmas or whatever. Or you could send me an email at and hire Van Dyke Party Services, and we'll send you between five and twenty nine Van Dyke first cousins in bright yellow jackets. And you're going to have the fucking time of your life. And all it's going to cost you is one hundred dollars of cold hard cash plus all of our expenses, which will be dear, thick and robust. And all, and, and if you're not one hundred percent satisfied that you've had the time of your life. Will return that hundred dollars, but those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by our friends at Clean Flow.
1: Yes, Clean Flow. What up, Clean Flow?
0: And Charter's only fucking job this week was to use a Clean Flow product and tell us how it worked.
3: Like a honey goo.
0: Yeah, anything you could do, Charters, because that's your job. Because Clean Flow is your uh, your Clean Flow's bitch now, because they bought you with money. And that's what you can do. I tell you, if you want to be a sponsor of the show and you want to own Charters or anyone else, you want to own Steve the Reluctant Chairman? Not wan- for sale. <laughs> no, he's for sale. Yeah, it's true. He's cheap as <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it can happen. Just mm-hmm. contact us at live from the cell, or whatever else. Just call me. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's it like? our only other sponsor is Yarmy Electric. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, You know what season it is? Christmas season. You know what, Christmas season's past. Deer hunting season, right? Yep. yep. So you got deer hunting season, and then Christmas season, and before that, it was busy season. And then when you're running a busy business like Jeremy Electric, every day is busy season. That's right. And you just got away. Guess what? You come back from hunting, you're gonna be busy because there's a bunch of people that were waiting for their fucking bullshit. <laughs>
1: and they're putting up barns and
0: whatever they're whatnot. doing. And you're sitting there looking at your Christmas tree, smoking and cindering or whatever. You see a <laughs> little, it's like making sparks and stuff. And you're like, I think I'm going to kill my whole family. You know, I should call your army election. And he's like, no, Derek doesn't have the fucking time for you, man. He doesn't Shh. care about Christmas lights. <laughs> he doesn't care about your bullshit. Unplug it. I don't know. Just throw a bucket on it. Just throw it out in the backyard. Who gives a fuck? Water Leave. the tree. Yeah. Water your lights. The man's busy. He's got four <laughs> kids. What the guy does, all he does is he hunts, he makes, he fixes electrical problems, and he plants deep into his wife. Real deep. That's what he does. And he doesn't have time for your bullshit.
1: They're having kids all the time.
0: You're army electric. <laughs> if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time...
2: You can go fuck yourself. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> uh, Jen's done now. Awesome. A- <laughs> <Nice> Woo! <work. laughs> Yeah, very good. Super (laughs) fan. And
0: and we have one more segment to get through, and it's our segment. uh, It's where we talk to our good buddy, and he's been with us since week one. He's our good buddy, the Haitian dwarf. One, two, three, four. Hi ho, hi ho. It's off the bed we go. My face all mush and your red bush. Hi ho. I know I said it was not a hole. Do. I don't even want to uh, say anything. I know I was going to do that. You went there. I know I was going to do that. I didn't know what else. I had no plan B.
2: <laughs>
0: we had to go with it. Questionable <laughs> topics. Yeah. Man. You know, before I just have to say briefly. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: No, I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna let it go. Good what call. we've tried to do in the past is like Jen has brought forth issues that we've said, uh, because Jen listens to her show. She's a super fan, and we have said, yes, thank you. Sorry, Lori. <laughs> We have said that we uh, we we have said uh, uh well I have said sorry thank <laughs> you thank you German um that uh, I had preconceived notions about redheads because of the information I've been given incorrectly by people right incorrectly right Incorrect. and I have made this this information known on the show in the past and Jen has taken exception to those claims that I have made and then so I have then tried to uh uh like uh uh, rectify the situation by showing the error of my ju- my my understanding, hmm. and I've made the matters worse each time.
2: <laughs> Every spreading time, spreading prejudice.
0: Right, well, mostly because of uh, the guests I've had in, who have added more information to cloud my judgment even further Ooh. about you, uh, mist- mythical redheads who I've never had a crack at. <laughs> right, if I would have had a crack at a redhead, I would know the miss. Now I just fill it in with these. These like wonders, you know. These like uh, these wonderabouts, you know. You just folklore. Yeah, folklore. It's like a, a myth, like a unicorn, <laughs> right? Anyways, huh. I'm sorry, Jen. That's what I was getting at. So Haitian Dwarf uh, gives us feedback on iTunes every week. He goes to mm-hmm. iTunes, and this week he gave us five stars, mm-hmm. and he entitles his feedback. That's five. <laughs> My grows Finest. How you guys manage to come up with such riveting content mm. week after week, I will never understand. And that that, that normally would sound like uh, you know, a sarcastic, regular Haitian dwarf thing where he's kind of like a bit of a cut. He's being a bit of a cook. <laughs> but this week I think it's sincere because mm. he, he goes on to say, it's just like when you think the show has reached its highest peak of success and you go and bring on a drum kit. Right? <laughs> So I believe he feels it's really sincere. Hmm. That we've actually we we hit the peak. He thought our show was great, and we made it, uh, put a drum kit in. Now we're even better. Bam! Don't you think though?
1: Especially tonight. We, yeah, somebody sound- knows what they're doing.
0: I like it either way. Like a it's drum just-
3: kit's nice, but a drum kit and a drummer and a drummer <laughs> with a drummer <laughs> that really yeah. works. That that works.
0: Anyways, that's it for feedback. We got feedback everywhere, everybody. If you'd like to give us feedback, there's a bunch of ways to do it. You can go live from the Dutch Hall of gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram, blah, 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 all that shit, or iTunes or Podbean, blah, blah, We have tons of ways you can do the it. The whole internet. The whole inter- internet. Stephen Harper. It works for us. Yes. Um guys. So it's now our great pleasure Woo. to introduce our guest tonight. Uh, he is... Uh, Originally uh, from Brantford. yeah, yeah. Now residing in Hamilton, Ontario. I had the pleasure of working <laughs> in with him uh, at a bunch of uh, bunch of gigs. He's Steve Giardat. Hey, hey. Yeah. hello. There we go. Thank you. Hey, man. Steve.
1: What's, What's up? you talking to me? Sorry.
0: Uh, fuck <laughs> you. From now on, no more of that. Ge- no right, more of that right, bit. Because right. I'm going to call this guy Stephen. You are the German. Okay. But you were going to become like a... I just
3: wanted to make sure that's all. Yeah.
0: No, the bit's over now. It worked until it <laughs> doesn't.
3: It worked until it You doesn't. killed it.
0: <laughs> Did I stomp on it? Like, uh, I don't care. Are you talking to me? I don't, I don't get it. Like something. Anyway, Steve, I w- we got into this bit earlier in the show, but I have to get right back to it. You're a young man. I'm a young man. Right. You're in your 20s. Yeah. And yeah. you and you uh, are sober. I'm sober now, yeah, uh, five
3: and a half months, something like that. Right. Something like
0: that. So, uh, so like,
3: when did you start uh, drinking? Oh, uh, fuck. Was uh, it booze, though? Yeah, it was just booze, just booze. Just yeah. booze? Yeah. I mean, I did other stuff, but m- the problem was the booze. The problem, yeah, okay. So,
0: uh, like, uh, when did Whoa. you start drinking? High school?
3: Um, I think the first time I got drunk drunk. It was grade nine. My brother bought me a Mickey a Rye and uh, dropped me off at a house party. And then, actually, this is funny because this is the first time I remember being drunk and doing something stupid drunk. Yeah. Um, I, was, uh, I was in grade nine, so I didn't really know what I was doing with ladies. Yeah. And uh, so I went home with this girl, and uh, I kept trying to finger bang her. Yeah, but she was on a rag. Yeah. <laughs> she kept trying to like hint that I couldn't do that, but yep. I didn't fucking catch on because I'm like, yeah, yeah, like this grade nine idiot. Yeah. yeah, Just going for going for <laughs> drunk as shit. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then she just was like, no, like, no, there's a fucking tampon in there. And I was like, oh, uh. yeah. And then I called my brother and I was like, can you pick me up? And then I just told him my <laughs> finger bang the chick. Yeah, I don't care. Like now that I'm old, I would finger bang a girl with underwear
0: with no problems. Oh yeah. yeah. Like when you're young, you're like you think you find reasons to find things that are gross. Like you're like, oh yeah, I don't want to do that. It's like yeah. Uh, but like when you're old, you're like, oh, I'll just get what I get.
3: Yeah, I yeah no, I like fucked up shit. Because <laughs> now that I can't drink, I have to find my, gotta find my cheap thrills other ways. Right, right. You have to replace it with something, right? Well, yeah, I'm an addict, right? You know some people are replace with religion that's a big thing that I've noticed because I like I went to I was a hardcore alcoholic like I went to two inpatient programs so the this past year I spent probably like nine months of the or no like eight months of the year in rehab really yeah because I went to rehab in simcoe and I got out and I relapsed right away and I spent like three weeks on a bender uh. And then I went back to Holmes' house, which is a yeah, so simple, yeah. Yeah, so I went back to Holmes' house and <laughs> I was like, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and so they they put me in the detox, and they're like, you need long-term treatment. So then they sent me to Hamilton, and I spent three months in an inpatient program, another inpatient program, uh, like an intensive one.
0: When you're like uh, that uh, into booze and stuff, do you have like a physical, like uh, withdrawals from it? Oh
2: fuck yeah.
3: Yeah, like is like, it I like I had like. I had terrible seizures. <coughs> um, I was puking blood and like vile, like black shit because your stomach is empty, but it still wants to puke. Oh yeah. So like you just start puking up whatever the fuck is in there, and it's not much because like when you're on a liquid diet, when you're drinking like like I was a whiskey guy or a bourbon guy, and I was drinking like a sixty a day. All right. So when you wake up and your hands are shaking like this, and the only thing to make it stop is booze you're not going to eat anything you're going to take take a couple drinks to calm yourself down by the time you've had a few drinks you're not thinking about food you're like "Ah, i'm feeling good i got a buzz on i feel good again but you go a couple hours without that fucking drink your body goes into shock and that's when you start getting the withdrawal so like what made you quit I, i hit my rock bottom everyone has their rock bottom but mine was uh Mine took a couple of fucking times to try it. Like, this wasn't my first fucking time trying rehab. Right, right. Yeah. Like, when I was out West, it was under control, I guess, in a sense. Like, not under control. I was still a fucking alcoholic. But (coughs) I could pay my bills and go to work. But that's just because I I ran a bar so I could be drunk at work. Yeah. So, but if I had a normal job, it would have been fucked.
0: They say sometimes you don't hit rock bottom. You kind of bounce off it, eh?
3: Yeah, that's it. Like, I hit many rock bottoms, but. I remember waking up one morning. I got this big scar on my head, right here, and I don't. And I, I have no fucking idea. Up until like three weeks ago, we were at a show at, at in Branford at Two Doors, and um, I didn't know what happened. And my buddy was like, "I know what happened. I was there." And up up until that point, I never, yeah, yeah, I never it's, knew like what it's like oh, my and God, I was yeah. like, and I woke up, and that was the first time I completely blacked out. Like, like I always had blackout nights almost every night, but I remember bits and pieces. But yeah. that was the one night where I didn't remember a fucking thing. Like, absolutely nothing. I woke up, fucking big scab on my head, fucking just like fucking headache like a motherfucker. I think I did a bunch of Coke that night, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> and th- well, I know I did a bunch of Coke that night because I found out how I fucking busted my head. I was chasing my buddy down to fucking sell me some blow. <laughs> and he was like, no, you're too fucked already. And then I just annoyed him until he sold me up. <laughs> <laughs> so and then he sold me it And then I fucking As I was walking away I tripped and smashed my face Off the ground
0: <laughs> So are you Are you afraid at all Like th- this is probably A terrible thing to say But are you afraid at all That like uh, You know how like When you're drinking You have like uh, You you have like Like you're really ashamed Of yourself a lot Yeah The next a day Guilted shape. Yeah but like Most of the time You do like stupid things That uh, are super fun <laughs> Right
3: yeah, but when it gets to the point where like I wasn't even drinking for fun anymore, I was drinking just to keep the right. fucking feeling of death away from me. Right, right, right. I was feeling, I was drinking to feel normal.
0: But I'm saying, like, are you afraid that, like, are you, like, how do you have to adjust your whole way of like uh, being because you're like, uh, you don't know how to have fun? Yeah, without like it? in
3: rehab, the first thing they tell you is uh you don't have to just stop drinking; you have to fucking change your entire life. Like, you, this is a fucking. This isn't just like. I have to put down the bottle. This is, I have to look at myself completely different and fucking change everything. And if I start to see old patterns arise um, of like just the way I'm even like interacting with people right. or um, uh, the places I'm going, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Any old patterns, I have to like identify that right away and be like, is that leading me back to where I was?
0: Do you have a sponsor?
3: No, I'm not into the AA thing. I tried it. I tried doing it, and. Um, do they uh, make you
0: pick a higher power?
3: Is yeah, but the thing is, they ho- have this thing. They say it can be anything. They say they always say it can be
0: a light bulb.
3: Yeah, yeah, But like, but and still, I, you're and
0: giving yourself up. Why do you have to give yourself up? Some
3: aren't you the? Because control? it's really what it is. This, is, this is it. Put simply, the way I like it, is you don't have to give yourself up to a higher power. You just have to realize that you're not the most fucking important thing in the world. Oh, because, is that the point of yeah, that? Yeah, because addiction is so fucking selfish. Right. So you have to say, okay, this isn't all about me. This is like the world doesn't fucking revolve around Steve. Like because we're like as addicts, we're so selfish. Like how many addicts miss their fucking kids birthdays and fucking. You know why? Because
2: they they, put their own. Yeah, they put
3: themselves before their fucking kids and shit like that. So you just have to say, I'm not you got to push the ego away. So you could put your kids as a higher power, or your. Uh yes, but that can't be the reason you're getting sober. You, you have you to, you to be you for to yourself. Do you have to do it for yourself because if you're doing it for other people, say, say, I did it for my dad, and then my dad died. Then you have, yeah. Then what am I doing it for? <laughs> right, right. Then I've got an excuse to drink. Right, right. So you do it for yourself, and then when you die, then you can drink, I guess. <laughs>
0: That is the thing, right? Like you think about it—if there was a heaven, would you like? What would you do? Like, or if you were like, uh, you know, you're terminal or something like that. And you have oh, a, okay.
2: that
3: I—I've thought about that. If I was like terminally ill, if I'd go get fucked up. Yeah. And I thought about it a lot, and and I would say no because I realize my quality of life now compared to what it was when I was drinking, is so much better. Oh. I remember things. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I go out and do stuff, like you know i just stuff
0: yeah blackouts are fucked, man like uh i, I the one I'd time that him. really the one time that really like uh changed my whole thing was uh i was doing beaver's wedding and uh and uh, uh it was a su- another super fa- or a bartender sub for us uh, like a, a friend of the show yeah and he ended up uh, i met him through the show really
2: he's eh? part of the show
0: yeah but uh w- he asked me to mc his wedding and i mc his wedding but it was a lot of pressure because I didn't really know him at the time as well as I know him now. And uh, uh, so I got really pissed up, mostly because Michael what? Uh, showed up Whoa. right when I was finished with a full like platter oh, of yeah. whiskey shots. Yes, like I a did. platter of whiskey <laughs> shots. Yeah,
1: you know why I did that? Because I had to sing a fucking John Legend song. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth.
0: He did have to sing a John Legend song two charges to his face. Yeah,
1: we, we, yeah, it was that, Steve. We sang it to each other's faces. I had to drink myself under the table. Oh, my (laughs) god!
0: Did we play that for an opener yet?
1: No, we're not allowed because Paul will jump through a window. (laughs) He hates it. Yeah, I think he
0: was heckling you while you were playing it at his wedding.
1: I don't want to (laughs) say what he was saying, but it wasn't nice.
0: No, it was a bunch of things that aren't appropriate in today's day and age anymore. Anyways, that platter of
1: whiskey got a hold of us what
2: happened
0: well I remember the platter whiskey showing up and being so excited to see it because I also needed a bit of attention release and uh, uh, then that was it that was all I remember (laughs) and then I woke up on my couch in my suit not sleeping with my wife which is always a good sign and and uh, and then I wake up and I have to wake her up and say what happened what happened right and then she tells me, uh, she tells me, oh, well, you, uh, you really hurt, uh, Mike's girlfriend. And, uh, I <laughs> really smashed uh, her head on the ground. Yeah, I smashed Whoa. her head. I fell when I was, I was trying to dip, but I didn't have the balance to pull it off. Yeah, you just dipped her skull. Yeah, just, like, bashed her <laughs> in the ground. Yeah, I felt bad about that. And then the next day I went to the groom's, uh, like, a party afterwards. And his dad and his brother were telling me that, uh, They were, like, uh, watching me as their form of entertainment for the night, seeing if I would spill my drink, and they said they couldn't believe I didn't spill my drink for how many times I was... Fumbling. Fumbling. And I'm like, uh, that's not a good thing when you're the spectacle for the night, you know? And that made me really kind of, like, reassess my uh, intake, maybe slow it down a bit.
3: Yeah, and that's the thing, that you have to actually be able to look at yourself to fucking realize those things, but... Addicts don't Yeah. They don't wanna look themselves like that.
0: Oh really? No. Th- they don't
3: have the like they have guilt and like they they have guilt. They have more shame than anything. Like the, the difference between guilt and shame is guilt is I did something bad. Shame is I am bad. Oh. I, I am a bad person. So I think addicts have a lot of shame because they don't care about the things they did, they just have this deep fucking like they they just hate themselves in some sort.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's... Uh, do you think that also applies to comics?
3: Yeah. Comics are... Or comics
0: even are artists for, for that matter. Like people in the creative ar- arts because uh, musicians are like that too. Uh, More like
3: complex people, I think.
0: If you're putting out something personal a lot of times, uh, it's like uh, kind of like vulnerable. Make, it makes you vulnerable. You yeah. Know?
3: And that like... Before, I couldn't be vulnerable whatsoever unless I was on stage wearing a mask like I was just someone else. Oh, and you put
0: on a character kind of?
3: Well, yeah. Anytime I'm on stage, it's a, it's a fucking exaggerated version of myself, right? I'm not just going up there as Steve. I'm going up there as Steve on stage. Right, right. Right?
0: Yeah, that's true. Actually, I was thinking the other day. I was saying I went to Emerson was, with the German. And, uh... <laughs> and, uh... They, uh, and I felt like kind of like shit. Like it was like a really terrible drive, and there was like a, like a, they closed the highway, and it was a fucking nightmare, right? And I had to listen to Steve's stories and stuff. (laughs) And it was, uh, it it was, uh, it was, uh, fuck you. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. And, uh, but it was like a really, like, uh, like, I was, like, a, like kind of worked up or whatever, you know, like, yeah. from the thing. And then I got to the gig, and it was a shit. G- it was, like, not that great of a night. It yeah. was it was a bad night for people to go. It was during exams. It was a university crowd or whatever. So it was, like, a tough crowd. <laughs> Anyways. <it> uh <laughs> Um. what they call it? Yeah. And, and so. uh, but still, I felt, like, at the time I went on, like, I felt like shit until I went on stage. And then when I went on stage, I was, like, oh, uh, finally. Yeah, that you was. Know,
3: that was like I told you the show I did at Emerson. I went with no material, and I was kind of stressing out about it. And then I went up, and I had a fucking killer set. Um, and then I go yuck yourself. I fucking went there, and I felt good. I felt prepared. But I was kind of feeling off. For the that final? Yeah, for the final. And I felt off that day. Oh And yeah. I fucking shit the bed. I fucking ate I shit that day, too, man. I fucking like hated it. And, oh. and the thing was that when we were in our round, our preliminary round, yeah. I fucking crushed it, and I was like, oh, I, fuck, if I do the same thing, I got this. Yeah, me too, because
0: because uh, I didn't care yeah, at all. Exactly. That's I the went thing. up there once like, I, I didn't think I was going to win. Once so there's
3: pressure, it's like,
0: fuck. Yeah, and then I started thinking about it, yeah. and even my fucking shirt. Like, I wore a fucking shirt because I wanted to wear a nice shirt. I liked, a ni- I liked this shirt. I wanted to buy a nice shirt. Yeah. And I wore this fucking shirt, and everyone just kept fucking making fun of me for my shirt. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they
3: were saying I was
0: like Manolis and stuff like that. I'm like, fuck. Oh, the I'm Western a- shirt? That's yeah. the thing.
3: I I have a bunch of Western shirts, and I had a mustache, and everyone everyone started calling me Little Manoli. Yeah, and they like, fuck, I didn't like. I, I, yeah. I live
0: in the I'm fucking Norfolk County. I I grew up with horses. We went to horse shows when we were kids. Yeah, but Minols
3: has the fucking he the did it. he's had it for he's been doing it since he started like it's 20 cause years ago. It's <laughs> <That's
0: why>, cuz <'cause laughs> no, he owns one shirt. That's why cuz he owns one He's got
3: th- a lot of those western shirts. It, like he even did, oh, I've he, seen one, the brown he, 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 one. He's even done his uh his his comedy now special in one of those western shirts.
0: Yeah, it's the same fucking shirt. No, <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's got it. he's got it hanging up still. He said he's never worn it since or something like that. Mm-hmm. Probably cuz it doesn't fit. No, I'm a it. Yeah, I don't know. It just p- uh,
0: everything about that night was fucking mind fucking me because I was like into my head too much. If I just wouldn't have yeah. and did what I did every other night when I didn't that's give a fuck, thing. I would have done you fine. Put a little
3: bit of pressure on yourself when it yeah. fucks it.
0: That's what I think you learn though. I mean, that's what I took from it is at least I fucked up and learn. And I can learn from it.
3: Yeah, and it's not like it was a fucking great grand prize either, like five hundred no. bucks and then a spot on another show
0: that you didn't get paid for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know.
3: and there was, fr- But there was free f- food and free booze, and I don't drink. Yeah. So I don't fucking care.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I, mean, I wasn't too worried about that. It was just more the more like, you know, you, you wanted to it's do a good fun, showing. It's
3: fun, to, yeah. And, I didn't, and like, it was fucking packed as and fuck. And neither one
0: of us ate shit. Like, neither one of us, like... No, I didn't
3: bomb, but compared to... Yeah, how the, you could have the, done. The week, the week prior or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. It was just a huge difference. And then the thing was, I recorded the one the finals but i didn't record the other one. Oh yeah and i was like fuck that would have been the perfect night to record and send out to people because it, it was that our night was packed as well right yeah yeah and uh but yeah that was, yeah, it was, was cool. awesome yeah
0: the crowd that we had on the final see
3: that's the thing too it all depends on your crowd because like my my audience that like my demographic i guess would be young males yeah because i talk about gross fucking stuff
0: yeah, mine is not. Yeah. yeah. You
3: you get the dad crowd.
0: I like anyone that's like uh like in their 30s or 40s is like or even older of like, oh fuck yeah, like the people have lived a bit of life. Yeah. I did a the, that show that I did on Tuesday was like two fucking kids and they 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 did not get anything cuz they've never been laid before. Yeah. Like <laughs> Like they ne- they never seen a pussy or nothing like it. so I describe one to them and they're like it was the first time they ever heard it they were de- they weren't laughing they See, were taking it in
3: the thing is I get with older people that guy. don't want because I I open up completely you've heard my set and I talk yeah. about sh- real shit yeah that's so real that people don't want to fucking <laughs> they're like what why are you talking about that
0: well it's real to and you but it's not real to them because they they would never consider it right I guess. Cause but, it, no, but. it's so foreign to him. Like you don't understand. To guys like me, yeah. like the old fucking forty-four-year-old chunks of cold, gross old. There's balls. your Norm McDonald. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right. Um, is uh, is is uh, is that we are like uh, uh, like uh, um, we d- like like I didn't do nothing like at all. Like yeah. I have nothing. So like. For Tinder, like, like, or, or, like the date, like people that do things that are like, uh, like normal to young people, it's like ridiculous. It's a ridiculous to me.
3: Yeah, like I did a show at um, that uh, first timer show or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, it was my fucking first time. To yeah, it's like <laughs> fucking six years. <laughs> but um, I went there and it was like front row, all ladies over sixty. Yeah. And then the next like. Few rows were like women in cocktail dresses drinking wine. Oh yeah! And then there's a bunch of young dudes away in the back. And I went and I had so much fun with this crowd because they fucking hated me right off the hop. <laughs> like they fucking were like disgusted with what I was saying. Like, what what was the fucking joke? The girl kept fucking saying. Yeah, there's this girl, and she's like, Oh my god! Like, everything I'd say, she'd oh! you hear a gasp. And then, and then I said something about, I think it was my joke about the threesome. Yeah. Like, with the dude. Yeah. The dude coming on my chest or whatever. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and, and you just hear the girl go, Who the fuck is having sex with him? <laughs> like, they were just like disgusted, but I was loving it. Like, yeah. I yeah. loved it. And then the guys, and the guys in the back were like fucking laughing their asses off, but. I don't think I'll ever be invited back to that show. Yeah, that's what I was talking about—the whore joke. Yeah. We never got
0: to it. <coughs> oh, the whore joke. But the the whore joke was like uh, I would split the room with the whore joke. It What's was basically uh, it was saying that like it was basically saying that wha- like it was calling women that use Tinder "whores." Basically, so I met s- her on Tinder. Well, yeah. So then you <laughs> understand how aff- offended you the women would be.
3: <laughs> no, Yeah. yeah. And uh, they so would. This they was supposed to be a one night stand. Yeah. <laughs> and I, she told me. She's like, I just wanted to fuck you because this other guy I was seeing was I was mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're dating. <laughs> that's
0: but that's a th- that's, that's why that's why it is so <laughs> offensive because it splits the room so much because there, there are, like there are a lot of like real couples there that met on Tinder and they're like offended that you're calling them like just like someone looking for a cheap thing. Well. Th- and so they would get mad. So anyways, I thought it was great because like I'd have half the crowd laughing and half the crowd like we would be like sh- like gasping or whatever or yeah. like angry
3: but a gasp sometimes is even good because they're just scared to laugh they yeah. know it's true they're just scared to laugh at it
0: but my first three times telling the joke it was like i like the gasps and i like the laughs i got so i was like this joke's awesome like it's working so good and then i went one time i did it and it got like nothing it just died yeah and uh, and then uh the comics in the room were saying uh, It's too harsh. You're like, uh, you gotta change your wording a bit. It's too harsh. Can't use horror anymore. And then my wife wouldn't tell me that since she heard the first time. She goes, You're splitting the audience and you shouldn't do it. And then uh, uh, the comics told me you should listen to laymen more, like people that aren't comics
3: more. Yeah. For what they say. That's a a huge thing. Because comics are so subjective. We're ruined a bit, eh? Yeah, I hate comedy. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> like I
3: fucking hate watching comedy. Yeah, I've yeah. been doing it for so long. I ran this the station for fucking a few years, so that was. And then you know, like I've watched so much goddamn comedy that I put on a comedy special, and I'll just be like, "Fuck this shit!" I'll just shut it off and watch like fucking Sex and the City. Uh, do you see the jokes coming? Yeah. Well, a lot. Th- th- that's the thing. If if I if I don't, then I like it. But there are a lot that I can. Of see I kind of see it coming.
0: but that's like Sometimes you see a guy doing comedy, and you're like, he's doing comedy right. like You yeah. know the jokes are coming in, and they're good jokes, and you're like, he's but doing it right, but it's still like
3: not... That's like why they say, I can't remember, someone told me, I think it might have been Manolas when I first started, he said, never, think, never use the first punchline you thought of, because that's going to be the first punchline everyone thought of, so it's not going to be surprising at all. Ah. Right? Yeah. So pick the second, or third, or fourth, or fifth punchline. Because the first one that comes to your head will probably be the first one that everyone else thinks of. And Uh. they see your joke coming.
0: Oh, that's actually pretty good. That's pretty good advice. Hey, uh, Steve, I really do uh, appreciate you coming all this way. Hey, no problem. We've actually started late and we've gone late because you're so interesting. Do you mind joining us in drums for the closing?
3: Sure. Sure, I'll head over there.
0: And uh, everyone, I just want to tell you, I want to thank everyone for listening for the past four years. Four years. This is our, uh, next week will be our season five premiere. (laughs) If you want to be a super fan that comes in. uh, Season
1: five, season five. (laughs) Ah. 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 Just Ah. give us an
0: email or reach out to us. What about the Eigermeister, Jane? Oh, thank you for Jen also for bringing in a gift, which was chocolate letters for each and every one of the Dutch Hall crew, which is a very Dutch thing, because oh, we get that every year at Christmas time.
1: Awesome.
0: Yes, and so Jen, uh, Jen Husko, for bringing us a bottle of Jägermeister oh. and Red Bulls oh, and chocolate letters oh. and coming all this way and giving us uh, becoming a shareholder in the past and giving us that bottle of uh, Jack Daniels. Don't think I forgot th- that. Leslie, you Jen, are our listener of the week.
1: Maybe the Listener
0: of the Year. Oh, I would go so far. We have so oh, many listeners. Oh, the
1: Listener of the
0: Week. This is your week.
1: It's your week, Jen. I Yay. tried for you. I tried for you. You are just the Listener of the
2: Week.
0: But anyways, thank you everyone for listening for the last four years. Tell a friend. Uh, reach out to us at live on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want to do. Other than that, see you NT. See you next Thursday. Suck it, Dave. Dave.